Shepard Book once said to me, can't do something smart? Listen to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitors, fluxing, crew to stations, scanning for Serenity 2005. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. Hello. We're going for a ride. Welcome, rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz. Also, I mean, many people confuse me for Malcolm Reynolds, but no, I am Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the not really confused with Gina Torres, Master Interrupter Powers. Hey, Captain, I'm shiny and excited to be on this episode because it's our Christmas end of the year spectacular yes. and we're reviewing Serenity after reviewing all the episodes of Firefly. Yes. But I know we have a, a full crew, more than full. We have a lot of people on, but just as a mm -hmm. warning, Captain, I aim to misbehave. Good, good to know. I'm wait. You aim to misbehave. This yeah, is this not, episode this is going to be good. a little fun. Oh, my gosh. Well, in addition to Paul, also for this discussion of the film Serenity, we welcome back aboard Christian radio broadcaster and co-host of the Geek at Arms podcast, James Felix. Hey, James. Permission to come aboard, Captain. Permission granted. Shiny. Let's be bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> in addition, we are glad to have back aboard communications chief Ken Cummings. Hey, Ken. Am I allowed to come on? <laughs> yes, I suppose so. Welcome back. Welcome back. I mean, you can't communicate with anybody, right? So if I if get you out of the tough communications problems with Alliance, then you need me, right? Well, we also have back uh, another communication Never chief, mind. Deb Powers. <laughs> <laughs> we may not need you. Goodbye. Permission to come aboard, Captain. Permission granted. See, see, I like this. I like everyone asking permission. That's so nice. That's I so thought we already left. How come people are still asking to come aboard? Oh, my gosh, Paul. <laughs> um, and finally, we're glad to have aboard Historian Officer Celeste Mora. Hey, Celeste. Hello. I do what I want. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. <sighs> This isn't the train job, Ken. This is Serenity. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, now that you have a not-so-quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Serenity? Sure. Serenity was released October 16th, 1998. 2000-something, because I'm Sorry, yeah. The other Serenity with the boat that's actually VR or something. Yeah, like that. it's rated R, runs an hour and 46 minutes, was written directed by Stephen Knight, and lead starts being Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, and Diane Lane. The music was written by Benjamin <sighs> Wallfish. What? You watched the wrong movie again, Paul. What? You said that's Serenity. Not, I feel like you're doing this intentionally now. Ah, oh, fine. Hold on. Let me go back and watch the right one. All right, Serenity, the one that uh, was released September 30th in 2005. That is the one. No, yes. the one Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. We're talking about what? The yeah, one. Yes. with John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale and Jeremy Piven. <laughs> That's oh, no, serendipity. <laughs> Besides the cannibals, they're basically the same thing. 
Oh my gosh. All right. Serenity released in 2005, runs an hour and 59 minutes, and is rated PG 13. It was written and directed by Joss Whedon, with lead stars being Nathan Fillion, Fillion Alan Tudyk, Gina Torres, and Chiwetel Ejiofor. Sorry, I can't pronounce Ch- names. Ch- Chiwetel Ejiofor, I believe. Chiwetel. A Chiwetel Ejiofor, I think. Chiwetel. Oh my gosh, just all right, whatever. <clears throat> all right. You ready for the box office trivia, or do you want to know that uh, David Newman composed the music first? I mean, I'd like to know that, yes, but okay. I'm ready for the box office trivia. Ken, uh, Celeste, James, Deb, are you all ready to guess where this place in the box office? I am ready! Oh, yes. good. And anyone here live wow. in chat, Rosie, Ashley, Star Fox, you're welcome to guess as well. Okay, go for it, Paul. All right, Serenity was made for about $39 million and earned just over $40 million in the box that, office. That stinks. What? No. Wait, cost 39 made 40 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything higher, I know. We're not, we don't count marketing and all that. It's If it made more than it made to, that it cost to make, we okay. count it as making, as the making money. I guess so. All right, given this fact and... And that it was released in 2005. How I in the box office do you think it ranks? It ranks among the movies released theatrically in 2005. So, right. Captain, how many yes. episodes of Firefly were there? Fourteen. All right. Just to make this a little bit more interesting, we're gonna Ooh. go for the top 140. <laughs> Put a zero at the end of that. <laughs> I was gonna say top fourteen. I'm like, okay, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, let's we're gonna make it even more. Movies, let's then. start with Deb. Between one and one hundred forty, where would you think Serenity ranks? In in the year two thousand five. Yes. I was gonna say fifteen. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. Wow. Uh, Ken, how about you? Forty-two. Forty-two. Nice. Celeste. Took my answer. A uh, hundred and four. No, I can't go that far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 84 um, is double of 42. That doesn't work. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 30. 30. Uh, James, what is your guess? As, as much as I love this movie, it just did not do great at the box office. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to say 85. 85. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, in chat, we have a uh, Star Fox guesses 25. I'm going to guess. I really oh, Lady Rosie. And, and Rosie guesses 68. <sighs> I want this to be in like the top 20, but I don't think it is. So I'm going to guess. I'm just going to go to solid 50. Paul, where did it actually end up? All right. According to the hyphen numbers.com. Y'all bid too low. It's 110. Oh! Or I should say you bid too high. (laughs) Yeah, too high, exactly. (laughs) Well, 40 million, you're like, 40 million. Okay, well, wait. What was 2005? What was the number one movie 2005? I don't know. Uh, It was a Harry Potter movie. Oh, that makes (laughs) sense. Um, Well, it got me. It's like, I haven't looked at the fact that on IMDb, it was a 39 million budget, 40 million worldwide. I'm like, oh, that sucks. No wonder there wasn't a, a, a sequel. Yeah, because it didn't quite make the cut. Yeah, you know, like, huh. I yeah, loved exactly. it. Like, where's the more movie? But okay, right. hey, 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 don't don't go talking about your likes and stuff yet. Hey, we, we got, I didn't. Who knows? Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. You might as well anything. have just said it was a classic just then. I didn't Jeez. telegraph anything. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Thank was, you for those good. factoids. 
Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind melts or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we'll get into once Alice has located our target film. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. This is the captain. We may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I don't want to explode. The crew of Serenity's newest passenger. You know that guy. I really don't just might be more than they can handle. That girl will rain destruction down on you and your ship. So where is it writ that we gotta lay down our lives for her? You wanna run this ship? Yes. Well, you can't. Serenity, rated PG-13. Theater, September 30th. Even though we didn't get to finish it all, but you listening to the podcast obviously heard it all. Um, even though that commercial definitely brings back some memories about Serenity, hopefully for you. Uh, but to give you some context for the things we collectively remembered uh, before our rewatch, here is our memory mind melt synopsis for Serenity. Firefly crew takes a job to hold up a bank where River saves Castle. Wow. <clears throat> In a bar fight, bringing a heat to crew and operative. Space consultant kills space middle management in second worst audit in company history. Oh, no. Space zombies attacked due to a government conspiracy. I'm not threatening you. I'm unarmed. Good. Bang. Captain Hammer. Oh, my gosh. Takes crew to find out secret on planet where Alliance accidentally made reavers. I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch me soar. Cry emoji. Cactoid Jim t- teaches a Terminator about love and spaceships. Wow. All the references. And they live happily ever after. Uh, that I mean, killing Cactoid Jim. <laughs> Some of that was maybe right, but most of it was decepted. But based on those memories, as flawed as they were, what range did they lead you to predict for this film before rewatching it? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? We'll start with Deb again. What was your prediction for this film, Deb? Because I like Firefly so much, I thought it would be a classic. Classic? How about you, Ken? Classic. Absolutely. Classic as well. Celeste, how about you? I have the same reasoning as Deb. I thought it was going to be a classic. All right. Uh, James, what say you? Love Firefly. Love this movie. But I'm going to have to go nostalgic for it. Nostalgic. Okay, interesting. You make me sad. (laughs) Paul, how about you? I haven't seen this movie in a while. Maybe even since the theaters or shortly thereafter. Okay. Um, But I remember liking it, so I predicted classic. Okay. Um, I was always a fan of this. I remember I'm one of those OG fans. I watched Firefly when it was out on TV originally uh, on Fox, and I couldn't wait for this movie to come out. I remember going and seeing it like opening weekend um, and being I remember even I won't get into the story time of it, but I predicted classic because I have such fond memories and enjoy have enjoyed whenever I've watched it. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see. If those uh, predictions come true. But first, let's get into our discussion of Serenity. Uh, let's spin up our. Best bets. So let's start with. I'm going to start with Celeste this time. What's one thing you liked about Serenity? I wasn't expecting to go first. So I, <laughs> I hadn't pulled my notes up yet. I have nothing I liked. Second. Why did you expect me to like something, Francisco? <laughs> okay. So I thoroughly enjoyed the actress who played Rivers acting. 
Ah, Summer Glau. I thought yeah. she did yeah. a phenomenal job of doing playing that type of a character because it's not easy to to play insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is there was a insane? at one point she said something about her brain. I don't yeah. even know what I'm talking about half the oh, time. Yeah, she really yeah, yeah. like in that the paint that statement yes, kind of made absolutely. it obvious that you know this is not like she doesn't enjoy being cuckoo for cocoa puffs yeah. this is not, not something she would have chosen absolutely i had to look up summer glau was born in 81 so at the time ah, of this movie she was 24 mm. okay and she was playing a 17 year old yeah uh-huh. i mean obviously summer glau i saw her in terminator everything's after that and it was like interesting to see her yeah yeah i agree with you that was she did a good job great job mm-hmm. right yeah Ken, was there another character you, that made your like list, or did something else really uh, resonate with you? The verse and the world that was created. Ah, the like the world. I mean, yeah. I remember. So my my friend Norman uh, loaned me the DVDs. I didn't know the show was on on Fox, and so I loaned the DVDs. Like, what? This is great. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was no more. Right? They canceled. Like, uh. <laughs> I forget when I saw the movie. I don't know if I, if I saw the movie live or the time it came out or not. But mm-hmm. I love the story. Always wanted more. I mean. Whenever yeah. I saw Nathan Phelan, like I want to watch because I liked him or Alan Tudyk yes. or or yeah. any of them, you know, Summer Glau mm-hmm. or I mean, I, I knew Ryan Glass from Barney Miller mm-hmm. and all of these people. I just wanted to see them wherever they were at, you know. So, yes. yeah, it was the verse and the world they've created. I loved it because the idea that, the, OK, the world is uh, English and Chinese and mm-hmm. the alliance mm-hmm. and everything else. It was it was good. I like the world. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, Deb, what's something you really liked about uh, I was about to say Firefly about the movie Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the relationship between Kaylee and Simon. Yeah, because I'm a sucker for romance, and yes. I just I just love that that whole storyline. So yeah, the heavy makeout to, scene at the oh, oh no <laughs> <laughs> no, but it to wasn't finally, that heavy <laughs> to finally see like all this exactly. Like, uh, pent up romance, sort of. Yeah. Uh, finally, have uh, after fourteen episodes and a full length movie at the end. It wasn't just a kiss; it was just a full on like. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, missing the way she expressed it, right? She was like, yeah. "Oh, this time I'm just like, like, wait, whoa, okay." And yeah, yeah. the the fan the fan service, right? Yeah. Finally, you finally resolved that whole exactly. thing, okay? Yes. And I, I love Kaylee's line when she says, "Well, I'm gonna live." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James, were there any like quotes that made your like list or, or characters or um, something else? When, when Serenity finally comes back onto the screen and it pans around and she starts entering the atmosphere, the buffer panel flies off. Yes. And we are treated to this incredible long take. Yes. Which takes us into the ship and slowly reintroduces us to all of these characters and huh? the interior of this wonderful ship itself. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. such a great way to bring it all together and Absolutely. to just to, to bring them to the forefront, remind you, hey, these these people that you love, these characters you fall in love with, they're back. They're the same as they've always been. They're on mm-hmm. the job. Let's get into the action. Yeah, I, I think it was uh, really well told how they start. I think if I'm remembering right, they start with like Earth that was like this sort of school setting that mm-hmm. then it goes in. Oh, it's summer or uh, river dreaming that. And so you see she's in this facility and they're doing mind control. And then that's actually and then you see. 
uh, Simon break her out, and then that's actually a hologram that uh, the operative Chujel Ichiofor is watching. And then that's how many when intros you, does this movie have? Yeah, it has a lot, but it, I feel like it does a great job of like yes, bringing yeah. people up to speed that may not watch the show or have forgotten about yeah. the show. So, um, in that one I, long take, it also perfectly introduces you to the kid to. Like you, you get Wash's humor and sarcasm. Yes. You get the captain's exasperation. You get James like, explode. I don't want to explode. Yeah. Every it is. I like, wasn't on my top three, but that was it. I mean, that the, the whole introduction got you back into the world. Yes. It told the story for those who weren't there before. And those who were there got you to catch up every step of the way. The beginning with Summer, with River, mm-hmm. sorry. And then, of course, the whole into the ship. And as they were acting through the ship, Mm-hmm. They were talking about their whole relationships in a sense. It's like it just craft yeah. everything perfectly yes. well together. So you're right. Absolutely. Great example. Well, don't don't, the, don't tell us. Show it to us. And exactly. they did that perfectly. Yeah. Exactly. Go ahead. As someone us. who this movie was my introduction to Firefly, oh, yeah, I would definitely yeah. agree with that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was able to give uh, sort of a level set for you. I was like, who these people are. Um, mm-hmm. I know I've heard some people that this was their first exposure to this world. And like, seems like they uh, actually it's in, it's in the in our uh, listener feedback. But like everything seemed collapsed. Like, why are they? It seemed like they're trying to squish a whole season of TV into one movie. And it's like, well, yeah, that's kind of what they had to do. But um, uh, Paul, what's something that you felt collapsed into one of your likes? Yeah, that's um, the segue I'll go with. One of the things that I, I was super impressed by, this almost made my classic maker, oh, wow. was the humor. Yeah. And there was a lot of humor throughout. It was well paced. It wasn't just like in the few spots. I mean, even though this this movie had like a lot of action and drama and sad parts, the humor was evenly paced throughout the whole thing. And there was a lot of it. And and that is hard to find in movies mm-hmm. and TV these days. So Absolutely. I I really enjoyed the humor and I it, it's very impressive that they were to pull that kind of humor throughout the entire the entirety is that the word? Yeah, right. well, in the entire movie, yeah, yeah. of the Throughout movie, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the scene where they're at the companion house and Mal is meeting the operative for the first time, and the operative gives him this cold grace. I have a warship in deep orbit that's going to send a missile your way in a second in or to your ship, and I'm thinking, okay, this is where this this is taking a turn. It's they're about to get serious, and Mal goes. If you do that, you best make peace with your dear and fluffy lord. <laughs> it tosses him the the knapsack. Yeah, pul- yeah. uh, pulse Wherever. beacon. Yeah. Pulse oh beacon. yeah, yeah. Pulse beacon. Yeah, yeah. Did you catch the very end? The very end. River is in the in the seat, right? Maybe do the uh-huh. new captain, so to speak, the uh-huh. pilot, right? And there's then they take off, and all of a sudden you hear you see his panel come off. And come off like, at the, what was that? What was that? Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, wait, one last joke at the very end. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And and you know I'm very. My 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 like is very similar to yours, Paul. But the story I feel like overall was interesting, and and yeah. and it itself was paced really well. I didn't. There wasn't yeah. like a moment where I'm like checking my phone or like oh, okay, now this part's dragging. I I I don't feel like there's any of that through that. It just like a new thing, new thing, new new uh, peril that they had to get through. Oh, now they're they're safe for a little bit, but we don't stay there for very long in like Haven. It's just I I just really liked. Um, the pacing the the pacing and i thought it was really cool learning that the government made the reavers i thought that was a really interesting concept it's a little uh retcon from the show because i think that's not where they really were going based on some of the stuff they said in the show or maybe that's they were opinion. it's a misdirection I, they I said there could be in the yeah, show they be. said there were stories there were rumors yeah, that's a good point yeah. that's a good point 
Um, but two thirds uh, of this movie, I started writing my notes. I go write my notes. Bad parts of the movie are there already? <laughs> oh, we'll, oh, get, we'll there. get there. Yeah, we'll get there. there are some in my list too, but I was just like, I was just loving it. I was loving it yeah. watching it again. And but you, you know, you I, mentioned I, you oh. you like the pace, Francisco, and several yeah. people have mentioned that it felt like there was like a whole season crammed. I didn't feel it was cr- anything was crammed. No, in here. I, I didn't feel that way. I, okay. I know other people have felt that way, but I didn't. I didn't get that. Okay, sense. so it's not just. Um, okay. There are some. Things which we'll get to in our next dislike section, which, which didn't make sense sure. to me. But um, I, one last thing on the story, I really appreciate it. And I felt like it was very like apropos to today that government wants to uh, make everyone um, nice to each other. They want to be in control of things, not let people be free. So I thought that was an uh, interesting thing that's still very relevant to today, in my, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I had forgotten that ending. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was interesting. You're right. Make yeah. everyone pacified. It'll all be yeah. that nice, you know. Yeah. So I almost made me think this is spoiler for the movie Equilibrium. So if you're if you've never seen that movie, tune out for for a few seconds. But in that one, the government's giving oh, Paul hasn't seen it. All right. Uh everyone's giving uh, the government's giving everyone uh, things to suppress their emotions so you can't feel. And it just sort of reminded me of that in a in a way. I guess that's not really a spoiler, that's sort of the premise of the film, but Okay, you're good now, Paul. Um, anyway, now that we've all shared one like, let's get into our classic makers, the things we loved most about Serenity. I'm going to start with Deb this time. What's the, your favorite thing about this film? Well, um, I think Ken said <clears throat> basically the... I would say basically the dialogue, which includes the humor and... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the fact that they have Chinese mixed in with with that with yes, English, yes. so that um, I in the in the extras in the DVD that I have, um, mm-hmm. Joss Whedon talked about how he put the two powers together, two yes. major world powers together, and they were gonna um, so to make one power, and so mm-hmm. that's why China, Chinese and English are together. Yeah. And it just really set up the whole world. And I love the dialogue, the, which includes the humor. And then I love um, Malcolm's statement, I aim to misbehave. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I Gary, <laughs> it was it was great. So I I think the dialogue and, and all their choices really made the universe believable. Absolutely, absolutely. The Chinese, actually, if you go and um, look, there's a couple websites online where you can go for the translations. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. some of it is just astounding as to, like, it adds to the the stuff. Like the scene where um, River is, they're on Miranda, uh-huh. and she <clears throat> says a bunch of Chinese, and then she yeah, goes, yeah. make me a stone. Yeah. The line... According to this website, I did not translate this, but the line in Chinese that she said is, I will close my ears and my heart and I will be a stone. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Crazy. That's very so cool. It, it I thought it, it said, um, I will not eat them, Sam, I am. I do not like <laughs> green eggs and ham. You know, that might have been earlier in the, sh- in the, in the show. <laughs> 
It was, it was wow. King Titties for You Shall Bring Me a Shrubbery. Yeah. <laughs> no! That I'm sorry, we were probably movie. on the wrong website. Oh my gosh. <laughs> James, no shrubberies here. What did Aww. you really enjoy? Well, what there was your favorite my classic thing? maker. About <laughs> Serenity, not Mighty Python. Well, for me, it's it always comes back to the characters. To oh, okay. Mal, Zoe, Jane, Wash, and Nara, all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we were given 13, 14 episodes to get to know them, and I've never fallen in love with a cast the way that I did for right. the episode, for the show Firefly and the, how perfectly cast they were, how well they played these characters, how great the characters were, and how well this cast meshed together. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, yeah. um, the chemistry between all of them, there mm-hmm. wasn't a single one of them that was, that, that was held back or that, that wasn't as good as the rest. They all contributed equally. And to have them back in this movie, um, just, just brought that love. It, it was it almost created like an ache in me. I'm like, okay, this oh. was wonderful, but I want more. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want, I want so much more. And absolutely. But to, to get to see them all on the screen one more time was was such a joy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I have to mention that I was able to see the main cast all in person appear at a convention oh, and get their oh, autographs. Very cool. That was oh, nice. Amazing. Oh, all except Nathan. He was supposed to be there but had oh. to cancel. But Ooh. but I did get to see him in person at Comic Con in San Diego for for Castle. So I did. Oh, get cool. my, my Nathan Fillion fix there, but they were all so wonderful, and it was at the height of the Firefly series, and uh-huh. it was an amazing experience. <laughs> That's so cool, Deb. Wow. Yeah, to try to yeah. get that cast back together would take quite a a, 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 a feat to do, but yeah, that goes... I, go go ahead. Into yours? Into yeah. your cosmic Paul? Go for it. And that is the cast of the main crew. It it yeah. is like if they were to re they talk about remaking the Firefly series or even like a movie or a one off or a special mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, if they were to do it now, they they've all aged. And yeah, it, they, yeah. it it I, I hate to say it, but it probably wouldn't be as good today as it would have been no, like back then. So. Or even yeah. if they recast it, it's still not the same as these actors. Exactly. So to see yeah. The original crew, the original cast, they didn't recast anybody like they sometimes do for a movie when mm-hmm. switching from TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to have the whole original crew back in this cast uh, is my classic maker. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wonder, I feel like this this verse, this universe, um, you could tell other stories of other crews in it that might be mm-hmm. as interesting. I, I I would prefer that to trying to capture lightning in a bottle again with this because it's just going to fall flat you're not going to be able to do it in my opinion it would be Um, fun to do a story of their children or something like that oh yeah their children like zoe well zoe washed didn't have kids because or did i I was thinking like like malcolm's son and and if anara was the mother (laughs) oh yeah yeah that'd be cool Oh, um, but Simon's kid, you know, trying to decide: Do am I going to be a doctor? Am I going to be a mechanic? <laughs> oh yeah, why not both? Um, My crazy aunt wants me to do something else. Exactly. And why um, don't I look like Zac Efron? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's because Zac Efron played him as a kid. For those, yes, I know. Oh, are no, you just sharing that for everyone? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Holy cow. Um, 
Let's let's go to Celeste next. What's what was your classic maker for Serenity? My classic maker is the sarcasm, the humor. Okay. The, the everything in the show is so well timed as far as yeah, times the humor mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's real easy to to just kind of rely on the serious scenes, but Paul mm-hmm. really hit it earlier. The having the the those comedic beats. The throughout. comedic beats is really mm-hmm. difficult yeah. and it lightens the mood. It makes the story easier to handle because this is some pretty serious stuff that they're right. talking about. Yep. Yeah. And like Reavers are basically space zombies. And I am not a zombie fan. So for me, going back and watching this, I was like, how did I watch this as a kid? I I watched it like right after it came to DVD. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, how did I do this? Because I've never liked zombies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it occurred to me while they were being funny. Like, yes, so exactly. the humor kind of lightened it so they could talk about exactly. the more serious things like government yeah. conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I, I will oh, deal that. with death. I will say um, just because many of you guys have brought the humor and that's not my classic. Maker, but I want to add to that because it's totally true. I, I feel like as much as I know Joss Whedon's sort of fallen from grace recently and, and certainly in my mind he has and I know in general he has, but I don't think that takes away from his writing prowess to be to be able to write comedy and drama so well and i mean uh, that that i don't think that just because things happen in like real life i don't think that diminishes anyone's talent necessarily so i do i do want to speak that that's amazing that i mean i'll just say god gifted him with such a talent that we get all get to benefit from so um for better for worse for better for worse exactly i mean that's everyone what what's the what's the line from dark knight uh, you either die here, or you live long live enough long to, enough fight, be, to become, become the villain. Yeah, yeah. So right. Yeah. Ideally, we don't all we we don't do that. Those of us who are Christ followers. But anyway, well, that's what does that say the about the retro rewind podcast going on over ten years now? Oh no, we're going to become the villain of all podcasts. <laughs> we haven't yet. <laughs> we need to get on that. <laughs> um, Ken, speaking to villains. <laughs> No. Wait, wow, wait, that's it. That's it. Okay, wow, okay. Out again. <laughs> I deserve to be ejected for that. Ken, what's your classic maker for Serenity? Nathan Fillon, Gina Torres, Ellen Tudyk, Marina Baccarin, Adam Baldwin, Jewel State, Sean Mayer, Shemmer Glau, Ron Glass. The crew. Yes. Yeah. So, so Ron Glass passed away in 2016, so obviously you can't yeah. get him back. But uh, the crew, I mean, that's the one thing you get when you saw them all together again. I mean, it's yeah. only 2005. The show was off in 2003, so yeah. a couple of years. And I've tried to follow them along the mm-hmm. way. I mean, Alan Tudyk oh, cool. had been some in the Star Wars universe. He was in uh-huh. Rogue One playing the, yeah, one of the K2, droids, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I said Marina Baccarin has been in Stargate as well as Homeland and then B and other things, right? Deadpool and Adam Baldwin's been around. Jewel State, I haven't seen much. Her and Sean haven't seen around, but Mm-hmm. Summer Glau's been Terminator. I just, those characters, those classic characters they made, and I'm glad they brought it back into the universe. Uh, yes. What was, what I, it's like one of the things where I've forgotten the, the movie. I've seen it. Uh-huh. And so when Wash gets killed, I literally, I was watching it right here on my computer, right? Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. no! 
I'm like, I literally yelled out loud, right? I like, I oh. forgot that he got killed oh. in, in the movie, right? And I'm like, oh my yeah. word, I forgot that. I was like, yeah, because I like watch like Alan Tudyk, and it's like, That's oh my funny, god, every you know? every moment, I was like, oh, is this it? Is this oh. it? Is this it? And I, I, <laughs> and I forget that, and then it doesn't happen until the end of the movie. I forgot that the that the shepherd also got killed. There's a lot of yeah, yeah. I thought shepherd yeah. got killed too. I mean, yeah. that one, I when he got killed, I'm like, man, I, I could see how. Online, especially Washington, will still be like this. This happened 15 years ago. I'm like too soon, guys. Too too absolutely. soon. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And but okay. especially after that, you watch uh, Gina Torres' character, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. first course, her 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 whole demeanor was like you know. But then she becomes like this rigid, non-emotional soldier game. Yeah, yeah. Okay? yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. You're figuring she's going to sacrifice herself for the rest, and she's going to die at mm-hmm. this, right? Because I don't care anymore. Okay? I'm going to die with everybody, right? And yeah. save the rest of the crew, even though she survives. And it's like, but still, the crew, as a whole, the crew is what made my classic maker. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I can, I can totally resonate with that. I loved all the crew, um, but the the person I loved the most was actually Mal. I, I and I, I think because of his arc in this, and it, this even goes from the series. He finally in this movie, he finds a cause that's greater than himself, which he lost. He had that in the war. Um, where he is like fine for the 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 brown brown coats. What was it? What were they called though? Not the, the independence. Rebels, but independence. Thank you, thank you, James. The independence, and you could tell he was totally, um, totally like this is this is what I was made to do, and he totally lost that. Um, he found some of it having this crew, but he just he felt like a hollowed out character in several places throughout the throughout the series because of what happened. But finally he regains that sort of meaning and purpose in like, okay, I'm aiming to misbehave. I'm going to uh, make sure this, this bit, it, everyone knows so that the Alliance, everyone can see how corrupt they are. And okay. I just, I, I, what was that? I was about to say, I thought he was a bit mean, a little more mean in this movie rather than the previous episodes. He well, was a little more laid back. And in this movie, he's like from the get go, he's like, boom, I'm the captain. And I, get in your face kind of a thing. And I like, think Whoa, that's, calm down. It's, it's almost like it's almost like he's like this during the series, and then yeah, he sort of knows that because Anar is left, uh, 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 Shepherd Book is left. People are leaving, so he's getting more and more hard. And I think it's just making it more exasperated how how sort of meanish he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think he, that's he what really that line, propels him. Uh, I'm sorry. He he does get no, that go line. Ahead. He's like, look, um, I got I got bits falling off my boat people who want to get paid and a powerful need to eat sometime this month. Yep. Yeah, exactly. He's hangry. Uh, That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think for the movie, they also wanted to bring <coughs> Mal from where he was at this point to the end. Because yeah, you thought exactly. about the fact that he left that person behind, right? And Gina Torres' character is like, what are you doing? Zoe's like, what you do with that? We never left anybody behind, right? But yeah, I have, like I said, all the things I tried to do to save the, everybody else. And then, of course, when he brings mm-hmm. River back on board, he looks at, at Zoe and Zoe, of course, because he had changed a little bit. And Ripping up, okay, not leaving Barcelona yeah. behind. Yeah, you know, yeah. And it's like, so I think they wanted it. They wanted this to for the us, the audience, and those who have not seen the movie to recognize a redemption or a, a change yeah. in character from who Mal was to where he's going to be at the end. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I mean, so redemptions are great arcs, but they may have they may not be the best. Uh, part of the movies. In fact, there's maybe things we don't like about this movie. So let's get into the things. Oh, what? <sighs> Dang, I'm checking my notes. Something. Yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot something else I'd like, guys. Yeah, yeah I'll be back in five more. minutes when you're so, done with it. Oh my gosh! Sometimes <laughs> I just go through my notes too quick. Likes, right? 
Yeah, well, yeah, but I, you know, I'm the captain. I get to share something else I like. So we, oh, you're hungry too. You, we want to hear what you liked, Francis. Oh, th- thank you. Thank you, Deb. And that thing would be Geek Devotions. Geek Devotions is a collaboration of devoted geeks that are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. They produce a weekly geek culture-infused devotional, their podcast, Com Talk, and ran articles all designed to encourage and challenge people in the geek community, bridging the gap between their faith and their geekdoms. Find all their content content at geekdevotions.com. Woohoo! I've been set up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Francisco, and I'm so glad that we have Celeste on to help us from Indeed. Geek Devotions. Yeah. Uh, but what does that have to do with Serenity? Well, so Geek Devotions has become like a large group of people now all making devotionals that uh, Dallas and Celeste had. So it's kind of like the Mal and Zoe heading up this this crew of people that are doing Geek Devotions. But in Serenity, their crew's getting smaller. <laughs> they just Bye, Paul. podcasts. Fine. <laughs> Bye. How about and you want dying too? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're all dying. Every day you're living, you're dying somehow. Uh, fine, Paul. You want some more? How about some trivia about Serenity? Would that be better? Yeah. Let's okay. do trivia. All right. Did you all realize that the main inspiration for the Fruity Oti Bar commercial came from the Simpsons nineteen eighty from well, the Simpsons episode in Marge We Trust, in which Homer Simpson appears in a bizarre Japanese commercial for Mr. Sparkle. Oh, Mr. Sparkle. Mr. Sparkle. Yes. Uh, dishwashing detergent. The commercial um, uh, the oh, yeah, free bar went through several revisions. It, with each pass, Just Win would simply tell the Amers to make it stranger. Nice. So my question to you all is. Has there ever been an episode of The Simpsons that inspired you in some way? It could be because you may stay at line all the time now from it, or it made you want to make something else. So uh, let's start with, uh, let's start with Paul this time. What's, has it inspired you, Paul? Well, okay. So whenever anyone mentions the butterfly effect, where you go back in time and you mm-hmm. change just the slightest little thing. Yeah. Like. And then how it how the future can drastically change just by changing one slight thing. Uh-huh. Um, different people have different reference points, like Back to the Future, Doc's alternate timeline thing. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. brain goes back to Simpsons episode uh, season six, episode six, the Treehouse of Horror number five. Oh yeah. Where uh, it's called the their, the little clip is called Time and Punishment, where Homer goes in the back like prehistoric. He, he accidentally uh-huh. vents a time machine through a toast okay. anyway. And I'll, he, go, he keeps going back in time and changing the, his, his future. So I'm inspired to, even though we have a time machine on this show, not to change anything in the past because it'll drastically change the future. And I always, in my head, I always think back to this uh, part of The Simpsons. Uh, okay. Interesting. Um, Deb, let's keep this powers trains going. Deb, I don't know if you're a Simpsons fan, but uh, is there anything from The Simpsons that's inspired you? Well, since uh, Paul's brother was a huge Simpsons fan, we mm. couldn't help but some. I I didn't watch a lot of episodes, but when we were living in Japan, Mister Spakuru was uh, <laughs> quoted quite a bit. <laughs> in our family. That's awesome. <laughs> so very that cool. that was that was a big a big deal for us. Okay, very cool. 
Uh, Celeste, I know you mentioned offline that you haven't seen much of The Simpsons, but is there anything that you were inspired by the little you have seen? You said quote, and so I went, oh, I have one for that. Oh, okay. Um, we frequently, Dallas and I, as we're leaving the house, we'll go, let's uh, rock and or roll. And okay. that's probably the extent of my knowledge of the Simpsons. <laughs> okay. That's the only scene that I've seen because I, Dallas had to explain himself as to why he always said that. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, how about you, James? Wait, that, that's not a oh. Mega Man reference? Rock maybe or, both or, it could be both <laughs> could be both uh how about you james uh in the episode and maggie makes three homer was telling a story about you know what life was like before they had their third kid oh and yes they, yes they paid off some bills and he got to quit his job at the power plant and get his dream job his dream career working at the bowling alley. And I mean, <laughs> yes, really, I mean, I who, who wouldn't dream of that prestigious of gig? Yeah. Um, then he, you know, Marge gets pregnant again, and so he has to go trudging back to the nuclear power plant, and Mr. Burns, the evil sadist that he is, puts up a sign in his room that says, you're here forever. <laughs> and then poster, Homer takes pictures of his daughter and puts them all over the sign that so it says, do it for her. Oh, and maybe think there's been a couple of times I've had crummy jobs or times where I have been, uh, you know, um, unsatisfied with what I'm working at. But I just think that, you know what, it's fine because I've got three great kids at home, a wonderful family. Uh-huh. And this is this is finite. This is temporary. Yeah. Better yeah. things are on the way. And what at home is real and the hard times at work, those can be gotten through. A blessing, a blessing from the Lord. God be <laughs> praised. <laughs> Why are we bringing up Monty Python again? Fart in your general direction. <laughs> Let me center myself. Center myself. Center myself. Okay. Ken, now that I'm recentered, is there anything that The Simpsons has inspired you to quote, do, make? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Paul? So Seriously? I know the show's been around for a long time. Do you guys remember where it first popped up? Here's a trivia question. Where oh, did it yeah. first pop up? The Tracy, oh, the Tracy Ullman show? Yeah. Tracy Ullman show. The- so I watched those little clips on Tracy Ullman show. I saw Tracy Ullman show. I love the Tracy Ullman show. Uh-huh. My wife. And when it made a TV show, I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't really watch it. So. I don't have. I've been on for like twenty five years now. It's been going on for forever, and I yeah. not really watched it. So oh, no. okay, hey, but if I remember you... seeing the originals back when it was on the tree. Yeah, show. when there were squiggly drawings and the voices all changed. Hey, Tracy Ullman, she was in um, Robin Hood, uh, Prince uh, of Men Thieves. In oh, Men in Tights. Men in Tights, and in yeah, okay. she in that she played. Oh wait! Why? I love it. I love the transition. Uh, <laughs> but how do you know she's a witch? <laughs> Just a flesh wound. How is that for trivia, Paul? Was oh, that that's great. great. Yeah, sure. Good. Great trivia. Tri- <laughs> great trivia, Francisco. Thank you. And now that we've all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about Serenity. Dustin Warford says, a great send-off for a series that was canceled way too soon. Nathan Fillion's best role ever. 
Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm still trying to make the transition from Monty Python to Serenity. Okay. <laughs> All right, Adam Coolings says. Callings. Oh yeah, that too. Callings. He says death, lots of death. LOL. I don't know why he's <laughs> laughing at lots of death. But... <laughs> death. I love it. Um, Nathan James Norman says, "I watched this with my dad before seeing Firefly, and we both really liked it, but we both thought it felt like they crammed an entire season's worth of content into a movie." Yeah, that's fair. Well, maybe your seasons are too long and boring. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, David Gardner, Gardner, yeah, says the the Alliance didn't think about the ramifications of bringing the big brass around a psychic, and the Ravengers didn't think about the ramifications of bringing themselves around a psycho. Whoa. I think you meant good Reapers, uh, plot synopsis yeah. there. Indeed. <laughs> Stanley Wright says, I wish this would have kicked off a next season, but sadly, we were left yeah. wanting. Michael Fraley says, quote, guy killed me, Mal. He killed me with a sword. And he also says, also something I've said both to and about James Felix, who has stabbed me with the sword multiple times. I have proof. Wow, James, you want to explain yourself? No. Pokey, pokey. (laughs) (laughs) Michael and I used to belong to a Renaissance-style fencing club. Uh, and so we would study the masters of 15th and 16th century sword fighting put on uh, safety equipment get swords and attempt to stab each other that is but a scratch a scratch your arms off (laughs) just a scratch just a flesh wound but sometimes we would call it a draw yeah it's a draw james harleman james harleman not my brother james harleman uh, says the James Dean of sci-fi lived fast, died hard, and left a good-looking legacy. Alternatively, it would have dried up creatively and been run into the ground. Um, we will always think it's awesome in parts because it was brief. Uh, that's an interesting thought about that. Maybe. Yeah, it's hard to argue that against it because mm-hmm. the opposite. Didn't you don't happen. know. Yeah. 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 And the Dapper Man says. It was as bland and dull as a celebrity giving a self-righteous speech during their Academy Award acceptance ceremony. Oh, dude. Whoa. Well, thank you for sharing all your memories. Uh, But I think Dapper Man leads us into the things that may may mean this is very uh, dull and and boring and self-righteous. Slow and boring. Yeah, slow and boring. Yes, that too, Paul. Well, the show is over. Okay. No, it's not because we're gonna there's get no into tragic. Our... There's nothing happening here, you know. Worst blows. Ready? Let's be bad guys. <laughs> yes, let's be bad guys. Talk about the bad things about Serenity, and let's start with James. I know you're a big fan of this, but what's something you didn't like about this film? Okay, so we've talked a lot about how it, people say that oh, this was actually just the second season of Firefly jammed yeah. back into a two-hour movie. They mm-hmm. wish. Um, here is why I felt like that, uh, why that feeling of, or that, because a, a lot was packed in to this yes. movie. And it's one of my dislikes, but not because I think that there was a whole lot of issues with the pacing or the writing or uh, the plot progression. Why it's a dislike for me is because what I felt was a loss of oh. so much was shown like we're introduced to uh, how you know the actuality of how Simon broke out River, uh, the uh, the the operative, uh, how Shepard Book left 
uh, the ship and so, uh, you know the, the kind of how the ship itself Serenity and all the crew have gotten down on their luck that's why they're having to take this job from Fanti and Mingo mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so much was left on the table and I felt this loss of what could have been oh I see as, yeah. as much as I was Absolutely. so happy for this movie it just left me thinking how how much more could have been explained and shown and 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 the, more of these characters we would have seen that growth over another season Mm-hmm. So your dislike was that this movie wasn't long enough. <laughs> it's pretty much. Like, we, we, we had the Snyder cut of the Justice League. Where's the Whedon cut? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Right. Which is, you know, just happens That'd to last 13 hours. Oh, yeah. my word. Um, that's, uh, I I'd buy that it. for a dollar. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, what part of this movie wouldn't you buy for a dollar, Paul? Because you Oh, my like gosh. Francisco, over the past year, the past year, this past year, yeah, we reviewed every year. single episode of Firefly, Firefly those mm-hmm. that aired and didn't air, well, eventually mm-hmm. aired in the UK, the yes. three. And so over the 14 episodes, we had guests come on. And I, I think every single time somebody had the dislike of... Uh... The most common did. dislike throughout the series was the special effects oh, were like oh. lame, like didn't hold up. Okay, and like, yeah, okay, yeah. I could, yeah, here, here's really a common. movie. They have no excuse this time. <laughs> but sure enough, especially at the beginning, the ships, for whatever reason, when they're they're not in space, but they're on the, the planet, they look like they're cut and paste like a Microsoft Paint with the hard edges. It's like, let's really? get some decent special effects what? around Paul, here. Paul, it's are you watching this? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Paul, are you watching this on UHD? Because you, yes. you watched, okay, see, I watched just the DVD uh, uh, through a Blu ray player. Well, I didn't when you upscale it to 4K, you can totally tell. Oh. Yeah, I, I watched it on 4K as well, and it, there was there was some moments that the ship was looking a little rough. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You I, can't I didn't watch a 2005 movie with... with watch me! Uh, I did it! <laughs> machine um, Look, technology. this is after The Matrix, and after The Matrix Reloaded, and... <laughs> Yeah, but the third one for evolution. No, 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 no. The third one doesn't help your case. No, but the special effects in it are amazing comparatively. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would it, agree with they, that. They, they ain't got that, the that's a good budget. point. Got, we got fired by Fox budget. Yeah, okay. that's true. They didn't have the Matrix budget for sure. Yeah, and that well, compared too. to Matrix Revolutions, I'm sure Matrix Revolutions was in the close to hundreds of millions. Okay. Million. Okay. But it's a space movie, yeah. and you expect a certain level, and it's disappointing that throughout the series you say, okay, they're on a TV budget. Okay, here we have a movie. Okay, they're on a TV budget. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fair. Well, I, I, like I said, watching, uh, I'm watching on a 1080p screen, but it's the DVD, I guess, up to that. Yeah. And I, it looked fine to me. I didn't notice All right. um, so much. So there's... To in order to appreciate the the special effects, you have to uh, watch it on DVD. Not anything more pixel more pixels so. than that. So sure. I noticed yeah. two thousand and five also was number two was Star Wars Episode three. That's right. So oh, I, really? I guess if you're like comparing, like you know, yeah. thirty nine million forty nine million dollar budget for Firefly to whatever they Lucas did for Rise of the Sith. Right. Okay, I guess yeah. I get your point. You know, I, yeah. I will say that I can remember. 
because I, I went and, I went and saw Serenity in the theaters like four mm-hmm. maybe five times. Oh wow! And, yeah, and from from back then, seeing it in theater, none of the special effects bothered me. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't actually, remember them bothering me. Either. I thought they looked clean and tight. Mm-hmm. And a, a, a serious upgrade from the television show. Yes. It was better than the TV series. Yeah. But absolutely. it wasn't there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It wasn't like this film. Yeah. Yeah. Serenity got beat by Fantastic Four? Absolutely. Oh, oh my God. Let's not mention that again. <laughs> Ever again. Now, Fantastic <laughs> Four or Fan Four Stick? No, Fantastic Four. Okay. Fantastic Four. Oh, my word. Better again. Um, Oh. Same year. Okay. Wow. Let's okay. see. Never let's mind. go. Let's go to Deb next. What's something that didn't look good to your eyes about this? Uh, about this. Film? Okay. The thing that that bothered me <clears throat> was was and and it's just a plot issue. Uh, was the violence was kind of too too much in parts. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the very first scene has got. A needle stuck in Summer Glau's forehead. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, that's just right out of the gate." It's just yeah, like in uh, your face, and um, it's only a model. <laughs> whatever, but <laughs> I didn't want to see that. Yeah, no, <laughs> and, I get that. And then, um, I mean, it wasn't too bad, even even with even with. Um, even with the, River beating everybody up, that was that uh-huh. wasn't that that was, I could handle that. But it was just so heartbreaking in the end when, um, when the bad guy kills all of Mal's friends, you know. Oh yeah, when he, he, does, he, yes. he kills Mister Universe and he and he kills the. The guys Shepard that hired Boyle. him, and, oh, and yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, just all his, and he goes to Haven and kills everybody there men, women, mm. children, everybody. When and I was like, ground, leave, leave no ground I, I, to go that to. That was just yeah. so you weren't laughing out loud at all the death. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. She was going, collect your dead. Yeah. <laughs> your dead. Yeah. Bring out your dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just a flesh wound. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Guys, recovery to read. Not my part. What? So, so that was, yeah. That was I, so I would have liked the violence and the, yeah. I yeah. mean, I I could have understood if the bad guy went went after just one of one of their connections, but the fact that he hit every single one is just. Yeah, I'm like overkill. Yeah, I guess that but shows his evilness, but I get how that can be. Yeah, like, I mean, sounds really, efficient I, to I me. understand why they made those choices because that added to the to the determination of, of the bad guy. And it rose yeah. the stakes. Mm, yeah. The stakes. So I understand, but I I <laughs> didn't goes. have any fun watching it, that's for sure. Totally, I, I didn't want to see that. Totally understandable. Uh, Ken, what's something that wasn't fun for you to watch? Was it the violence? Well, when they were else? doing that reference to the Monty Python, when they bring out your dead and put on the <laughs> ship, you know? No, just kidding. Um, so when I was on one of the episodes I've done this past year, we did I did review, helped review one of the episodes, right? Mm-hmm. And I always and I think it was episode one or two, I forget what it was, right? And I was okay. like, 
uh, I'm like, you know, the way they, they had uh, Baldwin's character, right? Jane being the total mm-hmm. whatever, right? I thought it was terrible. Yeah. It reminded the game that, you know, I making Jane the bad guy, just like the TV show where we reviewed, I'm like, this that was my weak point, you know? I mean, yeah, mm. I get the fact that he had to be something because he had to show something happening because he was the guy who went in and tried to, I'm going to take care of River. And then all of a sudden she escapes, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, I know that's his character. That's what he does, right? Even though he's also, when he comes through, he comes through. I mean, he yeah. is this total... Yeah loyal comes through does whatever he he's can, not loyal but he comes uh, through he's, he's, he's loyal, loyal to himself that's good i mean point, he yeah. was willing to die at the end with everybody else right so yeah, yeah he's like yeah, fearful too but i that's my, my 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 only little bad thing is like you know what you know making jane a bad guy again i get it but that's just his character so you, yeah you i was about to, i was about to say i i'm i'm kind of there with you you can i I really don't like Jane's character. If I could get rid of anyone on the crew, it would be him. Yeah. But really? I think he's purposely oh, written like that him. way. I really like dynamics. I, I know why he's written that way. So I'm saying it's a hate it, okay? But yeah. you have to have to have him do that. Some idiot has to go in and open the cell for everybody to get out, okay? Jane keeps flip-flopping yeah. for me between A, I want to I want to space him out an airlock. Yeah, <laughs> like that episode where they steal from the hospital and Mal yeah, clobbers him over yeah. the head. Yeah, and and wanting to to hold him and make sure he is protected and safe because uh-huh. in the in the scene where they're facing off against the Reavers and they're they're waiting for it and Zoe goes, "Do you think any of us are going to get out of this?" Jane looks well, up I might. and goes, "Well, I might." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet summer child, you need to be protected. It adds that to James. In fact, when when Mal says, "Did you bring him this time?" Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, yes. That's the guy I, you want to obey, disobey orders at times, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I will say of all the ep- TV episodes, including all include this this movie, I liked Jane the best in this movie more than yeah, the other yeah. previous episodes. I yes. liked his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought he did. A and good he's job. such a nice guy in person. It's it's yeah, a little yeah. disconcerting. Oh really? <laughs> Oh, really? That's cool. Awesome. I thought he was mean to Chuck. No? Come on, guys. That is a TV show, Paul. Oh. <laughs> that documentary, Chuck. Yeah. yeah. He's so mean to him. Yeah. How he was like, always giving Shazam a hard time. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Celeste, um, what's something you don't like about Serenity? I didn't, and this is not necessarily Serenity's fault. It's a, hmm. it's a Firefly's fault. No, it's a product of the time. Oh, it's oh. Joss Whedon's fault. <laughs> Probably. Um, but everything was so overexposed. Oh. Like, what do you mean? I okay. love the cinematography and the way it oh, was oh, exposed. That's part of it? Okay. okay. Interesting. Too much light. It made my what? photography brain hurt. Really? Because there were light? times where you could barely see their faces. That's not too much light. That's I... the absence of light. No, not if it's over. Not if it's yeah, so yeah, bright. It's overdone. Oh, oh, oh that's me. Okay, okay, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. Don't worry. A couple years after this, J.J. Abrams is going to bring it up another level. <laughs> that's so fascinating. I can remember. I mean, I can no, think of like, several scenes in my mind where it's dark and and so. No, but she's talking about the lighter stuff. scenes, not yeah, those yeah. scenes. Like when it's dark, it's one thing. But like when they were on Miranda, there uh-huh. was just this weird lighting yeah. happening and oh well, yeah at one point yeah, I'm yes. when they were on haven like you could barely see mal i i think they weren't they huh. weren't used to shooting outdoors 
that had to have been it because it really was. They've shot outdoors in this. Oh wait, oh wait, scenes. Celeste, are you watching on UH like Ultra HD? Like Paul, is that the problem? Here? No, I did. No, I, I, I'm I, broke. We don't have that. <laughs> yeah, CRT, Francisco. What are you talking about? She's hangry too. Don't push her. Sorry. <laughs> no, it, but I mean, our TV is newer, but it's mm-hmm. definitely not like top of the line. And okay. So it's not, I and mean, this is something that is a problem with movies from that era. There's okay. a lot of movies that came out around the early 2000s mm-hmm. that it was a trend to overexpose everything. If, if, you watch- if I ever get out there, Celeste, I want, let's watch this movie together. You, me, Dallas. Uh, Why would you uh, want to watch a and- tragic movie like this? We, I guess, it, you know what? Let's, yeah, we'll find out. Maybe we won't want to watch it. That's a good point, Paul. Yeah. But I want you to point out if this well, ever happens, I want you to point out, okay, this scene, Francisco, because I want to combat that. So, I mean, okay. I I thought that, that the way they're doing it was, I thought in my, I didn't, I didn't see that, Celeste, so probably personal, but yeah. I thought maybe it's like trying to show like this, especially on the that world where they found everybody's dead, right? That was Miranda, yeah. No, Miranda that was, was, was I will say, I will say that was a restaurant. Yes. Additional lighting, show it differently. Like it was terraformed yet successfully. You know, now it's like this whole thing. Like I, I thought they were trying to overexpose it for a reason, but to I make it feel creepy. Yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like I know, thought it was to make it feel clean know? and like everything was yeah. eerily oh. okay. Everything's beautiful and perfect, and, and it's bright and shiny. And oh, look, corpses everywhere. Yeah, and that ahead, might have us. been the goal, but uh-huh. there but were much. legitimately scenes where it was just too much. Okay. Um, okay. Right. There's another movie, one of the Blade movies, does the same thing, and it came out yeah. like 2003. Oh, okay, so interesting. It, it's just a it was a trend it at the time, and it oh, was just okay. too much. Too much. All right, totally fair. Kind of like Matrix Revolutions when they were in that Apple store, letting all the ships in it was all white around them. <laughs> Or was it anyway, that Black Knight was being taken down? It's just a flesh wound. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything, Ken? Okay, my, time, for my, <laughs> time for my dislike right now um, before we get to Tragic Makers. And, I mean, either of these could be a Tragic Maker for me, so I'm just going to pick one. Um, I feel like Simon punching Mal in the beginning Oh, it seemed yeah. way overboard. It seemed like out of nowhere, just for summer going out with them. I, I, I feel like there's. I know there's like. I think I've heard. I read that there's a six month span between when the series ends and when this starts. So oh, okay. there a lot of internal conflict could have been building up to that. But it yeah. just seems so like out of left field mm-hmm. all yeah. of a sudden. There I think that's what James was referring to the missing content of the season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yes. Exactly. So that's that's my uh, dislike that yeah. he just punched well, him right. See, away. I thought it was because at the very end of talking about you know uh, I could tell that you really love your sister. You can mm-hmm. see see that that's love like that the the the, the uh, operator right see oh yeah yes yeah, yeah. love okay yes I think that's I thought there was one thing that by by Richard Simon punching Mount or all this time and dealing with all this crap and mm-hmm. you promised me she'll be safe and here it was this last minute thing I'm gonna punch you right. Which is not his character because character's right. always been very more peaceful, passive. Yeah, he's right. like trying to show how much he loves her, 
that he was willing to do that. I don't know. You see a lot of trust is created between the two characters. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, yeah. like, uh, they, they, he saved uh, 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 Mal's life. Mal came back and saved him and his sister from literally being burned at the stake. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. for them just to say, like, okay, okay you, you did something, you know, you I, you might have put my, even inadvertently put my sister in danger, even though I know that's not what you meant. I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah. I think you were almost chased down and killed and eaten by a zombie. I think yeah, I think you're you're right. It it did it was too abrupt there. I think the the thing that's missing is Ron Burgundy there sitting there saying, "Well, that escalated quickly." <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't really think you necessarily up, need it. You could just have Sam be like, "You know, what, we're push off this." No, not even put. You could have a push. That's true. But that's true. I'm saying he because he ultimately decides we're off your ship. He could have just made that decision. You know what? This is too much. You, no. you said he, she wasn't going to be in danger, and they okay, were, we're going done. for the drama. And you okay, need to fine. raise the stakes and okay. action. I'm telling you, it, it felt undeserved. But yes, okay. I, what were what was the most undeserved things? The things that just should not have been in this movie at all are tragic makers. I'm going to circle back to Celeste. What did you hate most about Serenity? Is it like I the hated... Dapper Man here in chat? You just hated the whole thing. Oh wow! No, <laughs> the thing that I hated the most is that if you didn't watch the series you were missing context so there are certain things that that did feel rushed not because Mm -hmm. they were rushed well faster 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 would be better celeste but but you don't have the (laughs) sorry that was my phone uh but because you don't have the knowledge of the series it feels rushed so if you go in watching this it just feels like the the tail end of it is just like blazing yeah it's it's hard because they're trying to serve two masters of people that may not have seen the series which a lot of people didn't Uh, just hearing from people that we've had on the show that said yeah i watched the movie first i watched the movie first um and also serving the the core audience that people that the diehard fans that did watch it. So that's that's a tough line to walk. I don't think you can you can really do a good job in, if trying to focus on both. But yeah, yeah I, I totally see what you're saying. That did feel rushed in places. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to rush on over to uh, James next. What did you hate most about Serenity? Now I might catch some flack for this, but for me, my tragic maker was the character of the operative. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when he's introduced to us, we get this person who seems cold and calculating and hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally causes a guy to fall upon a sword. You yeah. know, he t- takes out two other people and, you know, makes – scares the poor lady. Like I said, it's, it's, the, it's the second worst audit in company history. <laughs> and um, Is the first – is the worst the Death Star, that, that little flaw in it? Well, it was, it was a Twitter, but okay. it was just some guy walking around going, "What is your name?" Then, "What is your quest?" <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but <laughs> with the operative, we then see you know he he has a great exchange with Mal, and to leads, which is part also has my favorite moment in the entire uh, movie where he tries to dump, he sends to seem, he tries to seem like a, a, a controlled and, uh, cultured and patient gentleman. You know, I'm, I've come here to talk. I'm unarmed and Mal is good. Bang. Yeah. Yeah. So wonderful. So perfectly yes. Mal. So great. Such, such a Han Solo moment. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, they fight 
but then later on, we see that he wipes out whole small settlements, children, mm-hmm. and even even tells Mal, like, Mal, I'm a monster. And I was uh-huh. like, well, I don't yeah. kill children. He's like, well, I do. So he literally describes himself as a child-killing monster, mm-hmm. and he felt very uneven. I'm like, okay, so oh. which one are you? Are you? Do you are, have honor or do you not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but and then at the what really brought it home to me was at the end. Spoilers. He sees uh, what happened on Miranda. He sees how they used the packs on them and how that created a few thousand reapers. Yeah. And suddenly, oh, now I'm against these. Now, now I'm against the alliance. I'm like, um. Should that no. have really mattered to you, dude? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's not what you're. You're not being paid to to think like that, right? Yeah. You 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 literally just murdered a bunch of children, and now the fact that the government that you know all of their dirty secrets, you saw that they tried to, you know, make a populace a little more quieter, but they goofed it up, and now you're on the side of angels. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I, you know what? I'm not buying it. It, it wasn't. Um, it, it felt. It felt very forced. And I could see that the only thing that I think they could have written in to maybe make that justified is if we find out his he had family members that were killed by Reaper yeah. Reavers. I think that maybe could have had a link of like, oh, this actually means something to him personally. But yeah, I, I see where you're Even saying that's a stretch. Again, yeah. I, would, I would have loved to have seen the character of the operative in, introduced in the first season at the very end of the first season of episode, I mean, at first at the end of the first episode, of they could have two. done it because it's basically the yeah. same character, not but not quite as in the last one in episode fourteen. Oh, obviously, yeah. yeah he's, he's Except at the early, end, yeah. you think he's killed off, but I thought, well, we might as well go ahead and uh, get into uh, my tragic maker. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, my <laughs> tragic maker. And that is, it's the same character. It's, it's, I thought it was, uh, the acting by Chiwetel for yeah, because he is so laid back and it seems like he's supposed to be like caring, like, oh, I'm sympathizing. Like, Hey, no, let's, I'm here to deal with it. He's, he's uninteresting to me. Like emotionally, like, it's like, he's not. It's like he cares too much about people and not like, oh, I care about you. But it's just he, like he compliments Anara. He tells Mal, you're right. not a monster. And I'm a monster, but you're a nice guy. Right. And it's 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 almost supposed to be it's it's almost to me like he's coming across like an assassin with a with a heart or a understanding code. in a that code. way. Yeah. Code. But yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> oh, the code, he's, but then he's like, his code up, it seems like. Right. Yeah. He's so aloof about it. <laughs> that i don't find it interesting where compared to the character the assassin in episode 14 mm-hmm. that actor what he did with it was more interesting so i don't know He's if it's creative, the actor yeah. Yeah. Mm, or if it was the direction given by the director to, mm-hmm. for the actor to play mm-hmm. but whenever um he was on the screen this character i was disengaged from it i'm not uh-huh. buying what he's trying to deliver like okay. there's something off about him and it's it for me, it's um, it's he didn't fit very well with the feel of the verse. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It didn't. It feels like they brought a villain or a bad guy from a different science fiction franchise and mm-hmm. tried to plug him into the Firefly verse. 
Yeah, uh, I can yeah. see that. But for for me, this character or this actor, I'm not sure what it is, or maybe it's a combination of the both or his direction given. It w- it's by far the worst part of the movie. Mm. You know, I'll I'll say this. I think there is an element of he starts off with a code, like we're saying in the beginning. He feels like he's sort of honor bound in, in a way. But because Mal is is able to uh, dodge and, and get away from him so much, he like loses it. And even by the end, uh, Mal says, I made I made you angry, haven't I? Or something like that. And so I think there's this element of like he gets almost like bloodlusted or or so honed he loses in on, his zen. He loses his zen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if that's it, but I could see what you guys are saying for sure. His Zen um, is too uninteresting to me. Fine. Like you need a little more to keep. You know me what's engaged. interesting to me, Paul? Hearing what Deb's tragic maker for this movie is. So Deb, why don't you let us know? <laughs> I, I I wanted to say one thing about the bad guy. Yeah. Um, that I can see what everybody's saying, and I I can agree to a certain extent. But part of um, sometimes his aloofness and his and his just how he 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 only cared about his mission that made the character more chilling for me yeah absolutely. i think that's yes. what the goal was but it, it didn't it was, always hit that's, yeah. that's yeah. true Execution it didn't, it didn't always um accomplish what it was set out to do but yeah but it that's why i and i didn't like the bad guy either that was one of my dislikes as well yeah um but and I know this is just a plot point, but um, my tragic maker is Wash's death. I just, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, that's the same I'm, for me, Deb. Go ahead, though. It's so sad. Like, yeah. I, I totally forgot about the, that in the end. And, I mean, Shepard's death was bad enough. I could yeah. see, okay, that was unavoidable in that they he wiped out all of Haven. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and book was a sacrificing kind of man. And, yeah. but I thought Wash's death was totally, uh, uncalled for unneeded, unnecessary. Why did they have that? And then his, his, and I can understand why his wife went into soldier mode because that's, you know, that's how she was trained to handle, handle the situation. And, Correct. No, she wasn't going to be the kind of person that was going to fall apart, but she mm-hmm. relied on her training. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know if I would want to watch this <laughs> if I knew. And, you know, and he didn't even die in battle. It was just yeah. kind of. Well, he wasn't a like battle person anyway. Well, yeah. I know, but it's I mean. It's all and, done, right? It's over. They're saved. Well, oh, they landed. I know, yeah, but still, right. they're, they made it. <clears throat> I'm like yeah. a leaf in the wind. Did it? I would have preferred they something yes, happened. Yeah, he did it. He couldn't even rejoice in it. Yeah, <laughs> triumph there. I so, was told myself that if I ever met Joss Whedon at like a con or a panel, I was going to hold up a big picture of Wash and just yell, "How dare you! <laughs> How dare you, sir!" I, I think you that he would take that as a compliment. I don't know him, <laughs> yeah. but I, as a writer, if you can, if you can get people to care that much about a character, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's true. That's a, and. And I will say this, so Deb, that's my tragic maker is the same thing, Wash Dine. Now I realize from an objective point of view. Bring out your dead. Objective point of view. From an objective point of view. 
Um, wash dyeing essentially makes it very uh, – it, it puts it in your mind that, like, anyone could die. Like, right. at this point in this movie, good. everyone could die, and it looks like people are what? dropping like flies yeah. toward the end. I thought they were going to be all dead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I get that it's necessary for that point. But I, I – I mean, just in this conversation, I hadn't thought about this before, but I think it would have been so much, I guess, more – true to the character if he died like something like maybe something crashes like the the front of the ship the cockpit crashes when they land or something like that that he dies in that and he dies yeah. in like saving everyone in else combat, so speak, I th- yeah. exactly i feel like it's sort of lame to have him like yeah oh i survived and then i die yeah i don't like really, i didn't care for that at um, all. Y- you have to remember who wrote this i mean this is joss whedon and if you've watched anything from him whether it's buffy the vampire I mean, that's true. angel he has no problem killing a character and it's not the killing though it's how he killed him i went into this movie thinking all right someone's dying yeah i'm just gonna it's it's a movie i'm thinking it's bernard from the santa claus (laughs) yeah Yeah, that wasn't right either (laughs) so when shepherd book died i'm like okay there's our death we're good we're good right right it was the the way the scene was set they crash landed you've come off that adrenaline of them being chased by reavers Mm -hmm. it made it yeah there's no music. It's very still and quiet. Yep. And you just hear, you hear Wash just even whisper, I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch right. it. And, it, and you, you yeah. feel that spike go through you. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I yelled out loud. I was sitting here, I yelled out loud, like, what? Yeah. But I, 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 I totally I, forgotten that. I yelled out loud, too. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was the weak yeah. point. I mean, I just, it was, it was yeah. inevitable, I guess, in some respects, uh-huh. but it's like, I what get it. We love a character. Yeah. What was the weakest point for you, though, of this movie, Ken? Let's finish off with your tragic maker. I love the fact they did a lot of fan service, especially uh-huh. with Kaylee and Simon. Mm-hmm. Kind of did things with uh, uh, Inara and, and Mal, Mal yeah. right? Yeah. My biggest tragic maker was that there was no more Firefly. <laughs> okay. All right. It was right. over. And I'm like, yeah. They're, I mean, I, okay, okay, so um, I know there have been comic books and comic mm-hmm, novels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I oh, even yeah. bought a couple of those. Okay, so I know yeah, I the story has carried on. Right. But I'm like, and again, I said, I, I the, my classic pick was the crew. And seeing all these characters, I would love to see them back again yeah. in a in a show, okay, and mm-hmm. doing their Firefly. But I know they won't because people moved on and whatever. Yeah. Because just Josh Whedon has fallen from grace and he's like, you mm-hmm. know. I don't want to see. I mean, yeah, he did a terrible job with the event with the some of the uh, Marvel stuff, but I'm like, but to me, it well, was not like the Marvel no stuff, but Justice League for sure. I think people agree well, that's that like he did too, a right? good but job. Yeah, with... yeah. I mean, I mean, still, they didn't think he did a good, great job with the with Ultron. Uh, Ultron, right? But yeah, he's yeah. fine, right? But yeah, Justice League is a good example. But it's like uh, number no Firefly. I mean, and I don't blame Josh for that. I blame Fox. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. Fox obviously had their ratings, and yeah. And of course, again, the movie made was built was uh, thirty million to make it worldwide. Gross was forty. It just barely broke even. So, mm-hmm. I, I, from an economic point of view, I get why. There's even been talking about doing a Firefly MMO. I think at one point, I'm not sure if that thing is on again, off again type of thing. Oh, so that's where there's I a Firefly like, like pen and paper RPG pen and. Good point. Pen and I even and have paper RPG. I think I even have a Firefly or I played a Firefly board game, which is always oh, fun cool. to play. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so that's why it's like no more Firefly. I was like, there's no more. I mean, I said I was mm-hmm. trying. I was like, what is the bad things about this movie? I don't see any. You guys mm-hmm. brought up good points, and I re- respect those points. I think, yeah, good point about different things that you guys mentioned. Like, yeah, okay, but 
overall it was like there's no more Firefly. Yeah. It's it's not it's it's not just that we don't get more of these characters. We don't get more of these characters played by these actors and actresses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, good, point. good point. Very yeah. nice. Well yep. put. Well put. Yeah. Because yeah, like like I was saying before, it's uh, there is just such cohesion, such camaraderie, such chemistry between all these characters that you don't really see that in many shows with this many characters all gelling together. Yeah. Um, so for sure, that's very valid, guys. But now that we've entered all our firing trajectories into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Salvo ready on your mark. All right, guys, time for the moment Has of truth. Have you ever not had a firing solution ready? Yeah. You fixed it in post. <laughs> she always has a firing solution ready because she's Alice, the computer. The I best thinking, computer ever. It's a 100% computer. Okay, that's interesting to know. Okay, it's always right. Okay. Yeah. And you know, if she, if she ever gets sick, it's. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You're stone dead in a moment. <laughs> I'm getting better. I feel happy. <laughs> For some rain, guys. Let's go. Classic. Do we rate this? A classic. It's worth anyone's time to watch it, whether or not you've seen it before. Nostalgic. It's only worth your time to watch if you enjoyed watching it before. But if you've never seen it before, keep it that way. Or tragic. If you've never seen it before, definitely don't seek this out. If you have seen it before, don't rewatch it because you'll just sully any good memories you have of it. You everybody Let's got that? <laughs> good. Uh, let's begin with Deb. What is your final reign for Serena? You had predicted classic. And, did stay there. Yes. Uh, as as much, and I'm a big Firefly, Firefly fan, uh-huh. and I consider myself a brown coat. Yeah. But, oh, but. considering... Oh, no buts, no buts. Considering the fact that I bought the DVD and it was still in the wrapping. <laughs> the original and you can sell it for money. wrapping that I haven't watched it since I bought it. And then I watched it again uh-huh. and I still love it, but I would have to rate it a nostalgic because people would uh like Celeste said, people really do need to see the Firefly series in order to be fully on board for the movie. Ah, okay, that's so. Totally if you if you haven't, so I couldn't just recommend it to anyone. Yes, go ahead and see it because they might be a little lost. So gotcha. I'm gonna say nostalgic. Okay. You know, Paul, that totally Ten fair. Commandment about uh, honor thy father and mother. This one you can ignore. Okay? <laughs> 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 we'll get to Paul here in a wow. bit. Yeah, wow, indeed. <laughs> Deb, you could just tell that to Ken's kids. They'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, speaking of Ken, what was oh, your oh. final reign? You had you had predicted classic. Where did it end up for you? Classic because it was Classic. better than I remembered. I was just oh, wow. blown away. I saw, I mean, I saw that. I said, I watched the, the shows on DVD. My friend of me, uh, mine got it from Costco. So he mm-hmm. loaned me out one time. He's the guy who got me on Stargate SG1. As I watched oh, this, cool. so I, I loved it. I'm not sure if I saw, I probably saw it on DVD because 2005, I mean, my, my oldest daughter graduated from high school in 2006. So I had a lot my four kids still in the house and I think probably watched it. And mm-hmm. um, I didn't remember Wash's death. I forgot about. 
Shepard book. I always liked uh, Ron Glass and his character, and then mm-hmm. the whole story. I love, always love that whole interchange between Mal and Shepard about faith yes. and all, because being a Christian yeah. is like really kind of cool. So it was better than I remembered, and so wow. I'm like classic. Yes, you should watch it, and then if you haven't seen the TV show, watch the show. But all ultimately, right. I would say watch the show first, just because it's all in order. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So watch it in DVD order, not aired order. Yes, of yes. course. DVD Celeste, order. Yes, correct. What say you? Having predicted classic, where did it end up for you? I'm gonna rate it a classic. Classic. I think that because for me. I watch, even though it is, it does have its problematic aspects when it comes mm-hmm. to if you haven't seen the show, you don't appreciate everything. Mm-hmm. It was what got me into Firefly. So oh, okay. it made me go, this is fun. There's a series about this. Okay, cool. Let me go watch that. And it's become yeah. my favorite, one of my favorite series. Oh, so very cool. it's it for that reason alone, because it was good enough mm-hmm. to make me go. I want more of this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say classic. Yep. Awesome. James, you have classic predicted... becomes good enough. <laughs> <laughs> James, you had predicted nostalgic. So tell us why this is a tragic for you. Uh, I'll be honest. The smarm just flowing off of Nathan Fillion. just kind of covers everything, but that's his appeal. I, honestly, that's a classic maker. I can't, I can't say that with. Oh my face. gosh. Um, so I, I did start this off as, or I started with a nostalgic, and I'm actually going to upgrade it to a classic. Oh, my gosh. Because Whoa. I, I first thought, well, it really helps if you've seen the show before you see the movie. But then I thought, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen the show, then you get to go watch the show. Oh, oh yeah, good point. Good. That's yeah, going to be a fantastic experience for you because we can talk about it and we can enjoy those those scenes together and then we can commiserate because there's not going to be any more together. <laughs> then we can watch Misery loves company. <laughs> exactly. And even if you've never watched the show before, I think Serenity stands on its own. It's still mm-hmm. just a fun sci-fi flick. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. got great writing, great characters, a fun plot. A horrible it's, villain. Yeah, <laughs> it's still yeah. so much better than a lot of the like heavy effects laden sci-fi schlock that's <laughs> that come out every single year. So, because you've got once again, it comes down to the writing, the characters, and how those characters are played by their actors, their yeah. chemistry together, and this has it in spades. And I thoroughly enjoyed. I haven't like like you, Kenneth. I haven't watched this movie in years, and that's my fault. I I should have been a better fan. Oh, so, yeah, me too. Wow. I agree. And oh my gosh, guys, I've I enjoyed. And of course, now I'm going to be thanks to this. I'm going to be in the Firefly binge for at least the next. Nice. <laughs> You're welcome. Awesome. For for me, it is a confirmed classic. Classic. All right, confirmed. I like that, Paul. Confirm for me what your final rating is. Ask me the questions, Bridgekeeper. I'm not afraid. I said, confirm for me what your cl- what your final rain is. Blue. I'm so no, no, sorry. Oh, um, <laughs> um, I I enjoyed this movie, Serenity. Um, and I'd recommend if anyone who hasn't seen it, I'd recommend it. So classic. Classic for you. Wow. All right. Well, that leaves me. I had predicted. Wait, 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 wait. So, so I, before you do that, okay. I mean, it's been a lot of wonderful barbers using Bonnie Python and Holy Grail, okay? Yeah. Why do I get the funny feeling this is being set up as if Firefly is going to be as bad for you as the Holy Grail? 
I don't know. Right. I don't know why you had that feeling. Just feel it's I a just, vibe I've got, okay? Because Paul knows you. Just, okay? I mean, he's known you for like how many years before the show? Ten years for the show. I got a bad feeling about this. I'm just that's really, a different franchise. I, you know what? All this ire for Monty Python has not got me uh, sour on Serene. I still loved it. It was still so enjoyable to watch. So I would rate the classic as well. I now you don't guys rate all the Monty Python. What was that, Deb? I said, now you guys all make me feel bad. Like no, I'm a bad no, no, no. No. no, no, There are people that are going to feel no, that no, same way, Deb. And so no. they'll connect with your well, review the most. Says, might dislike the whole thing. So you're yeah, right. so yeah, I don't understand right? what he's talking about. It's <laughs> <laughs> but a scratch. Dapper but man, I fart in your general direction, sir. Wow. <laughs> According to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate Serenity, not Mighty Python on the Holy Grail. Serenity, even though this is actually the same vote, a disputed classic film. We'd recommend barely. They barely. Bar- okay, barely disputed classic six. film. Like, yeah. right. a little bit under, but okay, it's guys. Classic, okay. We, re- we recommend anyone go see this, whether or not you've seen it before. But now it's time to get back to our own time. Good old 20XX. 20XX? I wanted to go to 1986. Can we go there instead? No, we can't go there instead. Can Alice there? already has it locked in. It feels good to be back. But we, we, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 2005 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers. Oh, you're right here. Woohoo! Brian Kane, Patrick Hicks, Chris Cowan, Geek Devotions. Oh, you're here too. Woo-hoo! The Untold Podcast, James Kennison, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Ruiz, Pastor Jason, Kenneth, and I. Uh, yeah, three for three. Woohoo! Uh, redeemed otaku that's our babo josh adams d tungsten andy lewis jeff uh, the dapper hey, man the reviews da- the dapper man <laughs> review says it's a tragic but at least he's a supporter <laughs> indeed mr lost daryl hafner rosie cool deluxe in addition to seven other awesome patrons as well thank you all so much for keeping the jiggawats coming and if you want to help us keep and if you want to help us keep flying and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to retroreonpodcast.com slash support to start. Fly like a leaf on the wind. Wait, isn't it retro.locals.com? Where's that, Dad? I, I point everyone to our okay, own right. website in case it ever changes because it just recently Give your money now. To, You'll get some wonderful locals. art, okay? But Go that way. Now, give your art, money now, now, now. Is the same. Oh, we have a Barker for the show. Okay, come on, <laughs> step right up, folks. Come and see. If you don't donate, then Francisco will ride away. He'll bravely ride away, away. Ah! Okay. Also, this stream sponsored by PaulJPowers.com. And while, while we're thanking people, we also want to give a big shiny hug shiny. to... Uh, all these wonderful crewmates who've come to share their opinions with us on the movie Serenity, and I'll go in alphabetical order like I like to do. So let's start with Celeste. Uh, where can people find you online? Or is there anything cool you got going on? They can find me online at geekdevotions.com. You can pretty much branch off of that to anything else that I do. We, we have a lot. We have a lot of podcasts and things, but that is the hub for it all. 
Um, I think the most recent thing that we've done that I've done is um, had an episode of We Read Allegedly where we reviewed a book called John Dies at the End. Oh, spoiler. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd also like to thank my mom coming on this episode yes. for joining us online. Where can people find you? They can find me through the show or your website. <laughs> there you go. That's right. All right. You mean Next. PaulJPowers.com? Oh, That's right. Gosh. Next on the alphabetical train is James. Well, how could thank you for joining us? How can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on? Uh, you can find me along with my friends Mike and Brian at geekatarms.com. Uh, from there, you can go to our Facebook page, our uh, Twitter, and everything else. Uh, here soon, we'll have our next episode out, episode 52, where Ooh. we'll be taking awesome. a look at the latest movie in our film club, Dark City. Ooh, Dark that's okay. City. What is that? It's a like I think it's the people... opposite of the overexposed Miranda <laughs> oh planet. Gosh. Ah, it's often okay. I've heard often compared as like a the Matrix ripped it off or it's better than the Matrix. But, it's like the but, proto Matrix kind of. Yeah, that might be a way of looking at it. Yeah. And Kennethin, how can people Ooh. find you online and what do you have going on? Am I gonna be allowed back again? I don't know. Yes. So until I'm until I canceled. You can find me at Canathan Twitch. I'm going to do Twitch Canathan as well as Canathan Live on Twitter or Canathan.locals.com. And you can find me. Uh, and also, uh, I, I, I've been trying to emulate these wonderful guys doing a podcast like the Trinity Aww. MMO Show with Sir Jaziel and Solomon. And so, yeah, we'll have some fun and come join us. Cool. Very, very cool. Thank you again so much, Deb, James, Celeste, Ken. My awesome Exo Paul and all you rewinders, new and old, for another fun voyage. You're welcome. And you can find me, PaulJPowers.com at PaulJPowers.com. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me on our Discord for show announcements or just to say hi. Join us there at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord uh, slash Discord. <laughs> This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box, a curated collection of podcasts, videos, and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content. You will find culture celebrated for its past and future, satirized for its extremes, explored in study, and created anew in story. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. And as the mysterious yet clear voice just said, we are now part of the Culture Box Media Network. Find all the shows unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery at culturebox.media. So with that, Captain, we are on final approach to base, which I hope is shiny, but not too shiny and overexposed. <laughs> Did you say oh. funny podcast? We're only allowed on that Culture Box. Why are you guys no. there? We explore. Uh, okay. Try and put it down <laughs> there, Ken. Oh my gosh. We unpack truth through story, comedy, and geekery. It's not full of comedy <laughs> like like uh, Serenity. I know. I'm exactly. <laughs> anyway, what you doing thank now? you. Thank you, XO, and thank you all for listening. We pray you're more joyful today than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for the next episode. 
of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. All right, Kaylee, one last final good night. Don't let the space bugs fight. Oh, 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 Merry Christmas. Speaking of good night, you know who I thought was a good night? None shall pass. But I don't think think the knights who went around saying, We are the knights who say... Yeah, I don't think those are good nights. But no, I think we're good nights. The nights of the round table. We dance with We do routine Right. I'm not dead yet. Did he suffer the world?